Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. The Regina Pats got an exciting last-second goal from Connor Bedard, and I see the summary, and I'm like, 459? Of course it is. That means he scored with one second to go in overtime. The kid just has the flair for that kind of stuff. The dynamics, the schutzpah, the pizzazz. He has it, Darren. And the more you dump that kind of crap on him, the more he rises to the occasion. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Two different environs, one show. On the left, sunny and beautiful South Florida. On the right, sunny and beautiful downtown Saskatoon. That's where the RP show originate from today. Both locations as we head into the playoff weekend at the Tim Hortons Canadian Olympic Curling Trials. And me getting ready for a big weekend of football down here. The Dolphins home to the Carolina Panthers. And, of course, CFL Division semifinals this weekend as we bring the Moose back in, Darren DuPont. And, of course, our curling coverage. That's why you're there. Brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm for Great Western Original 16 Beer, which also brings you hour two of the, P, of the RP Show and the Delta Marriott downtown Saskatoon. Moose, again, before we delve into the hot topics of what's come up on this show, because it's a Flame Tech Football Friday, tell the viewers what they need to know, please about the curling trials today in Saskatoon. Well, it's awesome. You know, the uh, the curling trials continue. The men were on the ice this morning. Um, should be wrapping up uh, here shortly if it's not already. Um, the women will be on the ice at 2 o'clock, and then the men in the late draw again tonight. It's coming right down to the wire. Brad Gushu's into the final, um, or into the playoff. I believe he needs to still win one to clinch. To get straight through to the final, but Kevin Cooey, Brad Jacobs, they're they're right there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and on the women's side, Tracy Fleury, Jennifer Jones, they've been really good. Carrie Einerson, been very good. Another win last night. Tough weeks. Rachel Holman had a really tough week. Um, Brennan Botcher had a tough week. Of course, Matt Dunstone, we know about that. Yeah. But uh, overall, it's been a fantastic week of curling. The crowds have been phenomenal. They're loud. It's a cool atmosphere, wonderful for the city, and uh, the weekend is when it's going to get really hot. Absolute playoff time, of course. I'm going to yes. jump into comments from the viewers here. A little later on this hour, we'll be awarding our Taco Time comment of the week. I don't know. I don't know if you were listening last hour when I said I have located a Taco Time in Miami. Just so you know, Darren. So I'll be checking it out. I'll be checking it out. Um, Jeff Caldwell's watching in Redmond, Oregon. And he says, my featured game would usually be the Apple Cup. Washington, Washington State, for those that don't know. He says, but this year, both teams fired their coaches midseason, making for a far less than exciting game. He writes on the 902 text line, hey, I want to say this. It's U.S. Thanksgiving weekend. For years and years and years, I would be spending this weekend on the West Coast 
with the Regina Pats a lot of every second year in America. And I remember one time walking down a street in downtown Spokane. Jeff Caldwell would remember this, would know this street, Division Street in downtown Spokane. And the Apple Cup was, I can't remember where it was being played. If it was in Pullman or Washington, it doesn't matter. Or Seattle, I mean. Um, they were cooking a pig, Darren, on the street out front of a bar called Fast Eddie's on a Saturday morning. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do hockey tonight. I want to stay and watch this football game. The Apple Cup. They really do it right, don't so they? So great. That's so great. You know, and speaking of that, like this weekend is just absolutely tremendous. It started yesterday. I mean, the weekend really started yesterday with U.S. Thanksgiving. But Canadian and American sports, it is outstanding. I mean, Thursday you get the NFL games. The, the curling trials continue today, and there's some good hockey games throughout the weekend too. But then you got the curling trial playoffs. You've got the CFL playoffs happening. You've got Canada West, or university sports, I guess, across the country, into the national semifinals. Saturday college football, I'm really looking forward to Michigan and Ohio State with the winner basically locking up a spot in the college football playoff. You've got, you know, more great action on Sunday with the NFL and the two CFL finals. It's, like, mind-blowing how great it's going to be. It is, and that's, uh, I don't understand, you know, the COVID side of things. Because it, it feels like we're back to normal. Then all of a sudden we hear about COVID outbreaks with the New York Islanders and Ottawa Senators and this team and that team. I'm like, what? I thought, what? Thought we were done this. But anyways, Metal Shingle Guy writes this on the 902 text line. Well, a couple things. One, he says, looking forward to McRoberts getting a shot to play. Paul McRoberts drawing into the Saskatchewan Rough Riders starting receiver group for the Western semifinal because of a torn Achilles to Ricardo Lewis suffered uh, last weekend. And Metal Shingle Guy says, and that's why it's the RP show. Great story. I assume he's talking about the Eddie Steele story that I didn't even really get into the details because we're up against it with time. But I'll just tell you this, Moose. For those that don't know, we got a lot of new viewers that didn't know that I did own a pizza restaurant and a beautiful one, by the way. It wasn't some crappy deli like the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. It was a beautiful place. Still is a beautiful place. We just don't own it anymore. Downtown Regina, but quite often I would be standing behind the bar, serving people there like Sam Malone in Cheers. This looked like a scene from Cheers. Uh, Eddie Steele walked in, and it was near my end of the time with the riders. And I'm like, Eddie, you know, I'm not supposed to be talking to you. I'm not supposed to be talking to the riders. And he's like, I don't care. I need your advice on something. And I said, maybe I would kick it around this hour what it was. And without telling too much out of school, it wasn't a big deal, but they were jerking him around on money or just offering him a significant pay cut. And Eddie's like, I got a wife and a kid and I can't play for this. And so we sat down and kind of put our ideas on the table and talked about those kinds of things. But, and then Eddie and I have always stayed close, but that was the one nice thing about that restaurant was the rough riders coming in there. And <laughs> I felt like saying, if anybody finds out about this, I couldn't get away. I was pinned behind the bar, but wouldn't that make a great scene in your drama TV series about this show, Darren. Think about that. Think about that for a second. I'm sure your mind just flashed to that already. It did. It did. It reminded me, I got a few things I got to put in that drama script that I haven't in a while, but uh, um, that's one of them for sure. I mean, we will sit around some deli or some pizzeria 
and we'll have to, you know, go through this script and add things to it. I mean, it's pretty wild. But yeah, that's one of those stories right out of a sitcom. Absolutely. It's literally a scene from Cheers. Um, our poll question today, might as well keep it on topic. Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is who wins Sunday's CFL semifinals? The home teams, the road teams, or a split? And I'll just make it real simple. 40% on Twitter leading the poll. The home teams will win. Hamilton, Saskatchewan. But last hour, Eddie Steele picked Montreal and Calgary, the road teams, to win. I'm going to take Saskatchewan, Montreal. And that's out of the bag because I said it last hour. Did you make your picks yet for the games? If you did, I'm sorry. I forgot. Or I didn't write them down, Moose. I, I didn't. I didn't. Um, and I'm not going to go completely opposite. I'm going to take Saskatchewan and Hamilton to win the games. That's what I'm going to take. I'm going to take Saskatchewan and Hamilton. I think home field will play a role and a factor. So that's where I'm. That's where my heart is and my head is at. To the text line from Brady in Saskatoon. Hey, Rod, I got Calgary and Hamilton winning this weekend to advance to their respective conference finals. And Brady goes on to say, I'm a junior basketball assistant coach at Marion Graham Collegiate Institute for next season. And he also goes on to say on this date back in 1917, the NHL formed. Look at that, Brady. An absolute wealth of information, Moose. Great stuff. Uh, Bear with me for a second. Yes. Ah, sorry. uh, I need one hand hand loose. Yeah, I know. I need uh, one hand loose in the relaxed to the mode. Yeah. Yeah. In the relaxed yeah. mode, you so, need to hold the mic. I, I got you. <laughs> you get it. So I'm going to go to the big board and look, look at the viewer comments here. Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, Thanksgiving weekend in the States is one of the best weekends of the year for rivalry college football. Jeff the Stamps fan says, the best college game tradition is Army versus Navy. It's good, but I think if you talk to any school, they would say that their school's rivalry tradition is the best. Uh, From the general in Calgary says, I want everyone to pick Saskatchewan to put the curse on them. I don't know. Do you you believe in curses? Did we not cover that a couple weeks ago? Whether... I'm still not convinced whether I believe in curses or not. And and the one thing that... Well, just one thing before you jump in on that. I don't miss having to make those picks. I mean, for those that I hope they remember, I would like to think they'd remember that I was the original writer for CFL.ca. The first one. First writer they ever had. And I contacted uh, Jamie Stein from the CFL. I said, you need a writer on the website, and that needs to be me. And he says, yep, I agree. And what turned out to where it is now and over a spat with then-Commissioner Jeffrey Orridge, uh, I'm not writing for them anymore, as you recall. But you make those picks, right. and that's fine. Picks are picks, man. M- most everybody was wrong in the Super Bowl last year. But what I hate is when the CFL teams go and screenshot the picks when they're all picked to lose, and they put them, nah, 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 nah. I hate that. I hate that. Now, having said that, if I was them, I would probably do the exact same thing. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I... I <laughs> I don't miss being made to look like a fool after the fact for making a simple prediction because the fact of the matter is nobody knows, Darren, 
how a football game is going to go down. If they did, there would be no need for betting. You're right. Nobody knows. Nobody has a clue, you know, how these things are going to play out. But that's what's fun about it, you know, putting a prediction down and being confident about it and saying, ah, there's no way that so-and-so is beating so-and-so. And that's why I'm picking here. They're so much better. And then all of a sudden, any given Sunday, right, we never know what's going to happen. But that's what's fun about it. And the teams have some fun with it, too. And you know what? It, I hope it's all fun and games. Mostly it is. Sometimes it's not. Um, but you did hmm. ask me something, or you did have a point before we got into that, and I don't remember what it was. Me either. Can somebody write it down? We're such a couple of squirrels. Squirrels on meth. <laughs> no. Um, you were talking about something. You're like, just before you jump in, uh, da, 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 and then we went in and pivoted into picks, and I'm like, yeah, I, not a clue could tell you what you were talking about. It'll come up. It'll come up. From Ryan H. on YouTube says, this is a stellar Flame Tech Football Friday. Having a blast today. Great show, guys. Um, tell your friends. Tell everybody that we're live every day at 12 Eastern on Game Plus TV, YouTube, or listen live. Mandy in Edmonton says, cool inside story from RP regarding the pizza place and Eddie. More of those kinds of stories would be appreciated. Um, I will dole them out as deemed necessary. From Ryan in Saratoga, New York. I can imagine a longtime rider walking into Rod's Pizza Shop saying, hello, everybody, and the entire place yelling the first name of that player, like Norm on Cheers. Oh, it happened all the time. <laughs> as a matter of fact, if you go into that restaurant now, they still have all my photos on the wall that I framed and put up there of our celebrity guests. That, yeah, obviously you haven't been there since I sold it, but I'm like, if you're going to keep my photos of Luke Bryan and Nazareth and the Premier and Deron Carter and Chris Jones and all these guys that came in, the least you could do is give me 50% off. Bingo. Even though I don't own it anymore, you know, you know what the guy said? No soup for you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, William May, watching in Lloydminster, Canada's only border city, says, too much coffee, boys. Uh, no such thing. No such thing about too much coffee. No such thing as too much fun. Glenn Erickson, watching in medicine hat he says stamps by 15 is there any scenario under which you could see that happening moose stamps by 15 yeah for sure Ooh. i could absolutely see that happening um there's a lot of paths to different things happening in this football game that's why it's so unpredictable you know if if they make mis if the riders make mistakes the score could get out of hand, but it's same the other way. If Bo Levi struggles a little bit, it could be trouble for, for them too. Um, while I think this game will be close, there's an opportunity for it to, to slide one way or the other. That's why they play the games, brah. Yes. From Dave Hanny, watching in Medicine Hat. I feel like we're very big in the gas city. Dave Hanny says the fun police will be patrolling Mosaic for the Western semifinal. 
on Sunday and watching the U of S Huskies in the UTech Bowl on Saturday. Go Riders and Huskies. Hope to see lots of happy green football fans this weekend. Let's take a timeout and return in a moment. And maybe before we say goodbye to Moose, mind you, he will be back for overtime, but maybe we'll announce the Taco Time comment of the week. We'll be awarding a $50 gift card today. We'll talk a little more curling. Our second hour of the program is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer. They're also bringing you our curling coverage. Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. And for the Delta Marriott, downtown Saskatoon. Lots going on today, and I haven't even gotten to the bottom of this Carol Williams thing yet, too. Because you missed out on some of that talk last time. We'll be right back. You're watching a Flame Tech Football Friday on YouTube Live, Game Plus TV, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. We're going to have to get the moose to explain that shot from beautiful downtown Saskatoon, downtown. Tell me about grind, moose. Tell me about grind. Where I get my coffee in the morning. It's uh, it's the new coffee shop attached to the Delta here, downtown uh, Saskatoon, open every morning. So uh, they're great. They fill me up and uh, looks great. Delta Hotels by Marriott, Saskatoon downtown, surrounds you with one-of-a-kind views of the city of Bridges. No matter how you decide to enjoy it, imagine yourself in the tallest hotel in Saskatoon, steps from all-season hiking paths that hug the banks of the South Saskatchewan River. Book your stay today. And also Saskatoon-based is Flame Tech. And this is a Flame Tech Football Friday. They are your locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. I love that our viewers have said that they've had such a great time today. Uh, and we've got plenty of time left. On the way, Clint Bubba O'Neill will be joining us from CHCH Television. But there's some business that I wanted to get through with you here, Moose, before we go too much further. Um, let's talk about the featured game, which in- invariably we're going to need to get sponsored. I don't care by whom. But it'll be a daily thing. Who's the featured game? But on Fridays, it was your idea. It's a twist. Yep. It's what's your featured game of the weekend. I put too much thought into this already, and it's about tonight. Okay, I'm not going to talk about the weekend. There's 13 games in the National Hockey League, and my featured game is not the Florida Panthers at the Washington Capitals. You'd think it would be. No, it's Jordan Everly and the Seattle Kraken. At the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at Amelie Arena. I'll be watching that one on Bally Sports Sun and then kind of getting a formulation in my mind for what the Kraken are going to bring in here tomorrow for at FLA Live Arena for the battle against the Florida Panthers. When the Panthers go to break the record for the best home start in NHL history, we're going to be in the building. So I just want to pre-scout tonight. That's my featured game. And I might add that the Raptors are at Indiana. And who cares about that? Do you have a featured game, Moose? I have a feeling like you're going to go to the whole weekend, not just tonight. I am. It is oh so tough. Patriots and Titans is a big one. The curling is huge, and that's why we're here, which is awesome. Um, but we don't know who's going to be in those games in the weekend yet. 
for certain. Um, I want to say Michigan and Ohio State. That's huge tomorrow at noon Eastern. But I'm going U Sports, Huskies and Caravan on Saturday afternoon. That's my number one, top of the depth chart, U Sports National Semifinal, the UTech Bowl, Montreal, Saskatchewan. Who's got it? Sportsnet? CBC. Ooh, how about that? Yeah, about bravo to CBC. Well. Bravo to CBC for jumping on board with all this local sports coverage. What are they now? CHL, CEBL, University Sports. What is this, 1965? They are the it. Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, and the actions meet the title. How about that? Yeah, they should have never gone away. Uh, by the way, I, I'm going to turn it back over to the viewers here in a second in a Taco Time viewer takeover. Did you know that Taco Time has been around for over 40 years in Canada? This iconic brand and a Canadian favorite serves over 3.2 million burritos, 2.5 million tacos, and over 1 million Mexi fries every year. But how many taco salads? They don't say. We got to get to the bottom of that. I said that we we're going to take care of some business. The Miami Dolphins are home to the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton on Sunday. I will not be there. I'll be spending the day in South Beach, probably listening to the game on the radio. But you have your Week 12 NFL picks and Nelson's prop bet of the week. Darren, let's get into that if we don't mind. Darren Moose DuPont yes. and Rod Peterson shows picks of the week in the National Football League presented by BetReal.net. Well, I actually like Carolina in that game against Miami. I, I really do. But here's what I'm going with. I'm going with the Chargers um, minus two and a half at Denver. Yes, they're going on the road. Tough place to play. Tough climate. Denver's physical. But I think Justin Herbert is so electrifying. And I think, you know, they go like this. The Chargers, they go up and they go down. And I feel like the Chargers are going up. So that's important, as I think. Rod, are you getting the grass cut? Yes, I, I am. Continue as you were. <laughs> Minnesota plus three and a half. If you're giving me three and a half points with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, they're a playoff team right now. They're 500. They went toe to toe with the Green Bay Packers and won. Kirk Cousins is right in the middle of the quarterbacks. I heard this this week too. He's right in the middle. Meaning, if your team at quarterback is worse than Kirk Cousins, you probably need to find one. And if you're better than Kirk Cousins, you're probably okay. So he's right in the middle. He's the median of quarterbacks. Good enough to beat any team in the league. Good, bad enough to lose to every team in the league. So it won't be convincing, but if you're giving me three and a half, I think Minnesota wins by a field goal. I like that over a struggling San Francisco team. And the Philadelphia Eagles, you got to watch out. I know they're in your division, Rod. And maybe you can tell me what you're feeling about them as a Cowboy fan, but they're electric. They move the football really well. Nobody in the last seven weeks, I don't think, has had more rushing yards than the Philadelphia Eagles. If not, they're right near the top of the league in terms of rushing the football. They can stretch it out. So I really like the, the Eagles right now. Um, I think they win by six or seven over the Giants. And uh, those are my picks. And Nelson's prop head of the week looks like it's cut off. Or uh, we'll scroll up there. Cooper Cup, over seven and a half receptions, yes, against Green Bay. I would take that as well, probably. Um, they're all, Robert Woods isn't there. Odell Beckham only saw two targets in the last game they played, but they're coming off a bye. I would watch out for the Rams as well. 
Rod Peterson shows NFL picks of the week for betregal.net. You asked me my thoughts on the Philadelphia Eagles. I wonder if Darnell is watching from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, the biggest Eagles fan I know. They don't worry me at all. They got five wins. We got seven. And I told you earlier in the week that the Dallas Cowboys will be winning the NFC East. All we got to do is get healthy. And had we had our top two receivers and top two DNs last night, it wouldn't have been even have been a game against the Las Vegas Raiders. So not concerned about the Eagles, the Giants, or anybody else in that pathetic division. By the way, speaking of Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, our Rockstar yesterday was Devin Haru. Man, people love them some Devin Haru, don't they? Oh, yeah. Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. Rockstar specializes in in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services check them out give them a follow on social media rockstar supply chain solutions boy our business people are going to be really fun moose as we are flying through these sponsor mentions here listen i'm learning a lot of things about south florida they mow the lawn like every second day around here man that's how fast <laughs> Does the, the grass, grass grow that fast yeah shall i continue is it annoying? You Is it bothering you? No, but while we're just messing around here, I got a live studio audience now. Yeah, who do we got? Are you going to show them? Uh, let's go. Uh... That is... <laughs> uh, that. the that's mom. That's audience. mom. That. Yep. Mom and the jug. Wave. Hi, Paula. Give a wave. Hi, jug. Hi, there you go. Uh, that was a little fast. I actually saw... Sorry, guys. Some people wrote in and said that... Uh, they really enjoy the photo of you and your dad at the curling. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. Um, from the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Calgary, they say, are you trying out the new Manscaped lawnmower rod? Uh, no, that's a hard no. But somebody is over my shoulder here. Look, no hands. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da. I want to check back in. We've made our picks for this weekend's uh, semifinals. I'd love to hear from the viewers what yours are. And uh, you guys don't need to put up the graphic, but that's the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who wins this weekend's CFL playoff games, the division semifinals? And leading the way is the majority think the home teams will win. And not surprisingly, they are both favored. We've made our picks. Some of our analysts have made theirs. We got Clint. Bubba O'Neill coming up next from CHCH Hamilton to talk about his. <laughs> uh, from Ryan on YouTube, he says, Ryan H., he says, I thought that sound was the buzz for the CFL playoff. It's actually not that bad, Rod. That's good. I'm glad that you guys can all hear what I'm saying. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, how do they keep the grass green in Florida, Rod, or does it rain more than I think? It has rained like almost every day, Wayne. It is unbelievably green and lush. I know we just got you to get on YouTube, Wayne, but can I ask you to get on to Instagram and follow me at Rod Peterson Official or the Rod Peterson Show, Darren? Because you, you're getting some shots of South Florida where it is very green and very lush. And speaking of all of that, I just want your take again on Carol Williams. For those that missed it last hour, I was at a dinner party last night. It was U.S. Thanksgiving. It was amazing. And one of the gentlemen there, Dan, came up to me and he goes, I went, to, you worked in the CFL? I said, yeah. 
He goes, I went to high school with a guy, same high school, played in the CFL. He was a black quarterback. He was a stud down here. Couldn't get an opportunity in the NFL. And he went into played in the CFL and his name was Carol Williams. And I said, never heard of him. Let's look him up. And Dan, Danpa, as he goes by, knew there was a special, unique spelling of Carol Williams. We looked it up, and lo and behold, he had a Wikipedia page, and he played for the Alouettes, and he played for the BC Lions. And I'm like, why have I never heard of Carol Williams? Shame on me. Shame on any CFL historians who overlooked this guy. And as Phil Kershaw wrote in, the former chairman of the CFL Board of Governors, he said, Bernie Custis broke the color barrier in 19. 51, well before Carol Williams' time. And as I said, it's not a contest. These guys should all be recognized, Darren, because they couldn't get an opportunity in the National Football League. And I think it was Warren Moon was the guy who eventually, those other guys were just kicking on the door. Warren Moon eventually kicked the door down. And that was the end of the perceived slight against the black quarterback in the National Football League. At least that's my understanding of it. What's yours? Yeah, it, it feels the same, you know, because you always wondered. And then he comes in, has all this success. And you just, once once Warren Moon came and had the success he had, you know, you couldn't ignore it anymore. You couldn't ignore it. There was no excuse, you know. And, and all of a sudden, it opened up all these other opportunities. And as you say, Bob's your uncle. But I like that. It, it isn't a race. You know, yes, the one guy gets there first. And breaks the door down, but they're all part of making a movement and creating positive change. So, you know, it's fun that we learn about Carol Williams in the in this show today. Well, Mandy was saying, and you know this, Darren, because you're around me all the time. I literally have a million stories, and just it they just come. I don't plan them. So I'm at a Thanksgiving turkey supper last night, and this comes up. I remember driving to the base of the Camelback Mountain in Scottsdale, Arizona, a couple of years ago. And I think I, I might have been wearing a gray cap ring at the time, maybe a rider shirt or something, maybe a CFL. I think I was wearing a CFL shirt. And the driver, my driver, said, oh, you're in the CFL? I said, yeah. He goes, you got Johnny Manziel up there. I said, yes, we do. What do you think about Johnny football? And then it spawned into this big discussion about Johnny football. This was before he'd played in Hamilton or Montreal. And we were debating whether or not you know, he was going to do something. But I just think that people don't understand. And now that COVID's over, you're seeing I spent spent so much time in America before COVID, and now it's back, or I'm back. <laughs> COVID's uh, not entirely gone. But I just don't think people understand the footprint the Canadian Football League has in America. And I think the CFL probably never fully cashed in on that, Darren. But maybe that would be a great weekend project for you, Skipper. <laughs> How can the CFL I cash can, in on the Americans' love for pro football and for the CFL? Because there's got to be a way. No, there absolutely is a way. And there's value to be had there. But, but the issue, again, in making decisions, especially when you're going through struggles and, you know, in, in, you know, I like to be transparent and open and give people little nuggets about what we go through. But even like as a startup show, you have to make decisions, right, based on, growing for the future, what we need to take care of now, all these types of things. When the CFL puts effort and resource into, you know, taking advantage of this great brand that they have in the U.S., it's not bringing people into the seats. And if they feel they're a gate-driven league, 
Nobody's going to fly up from Nashville necessarily for this weekend's games. Yes, it does happen, and it will happen. But they're going to watch on TV. And when they watch on TV, you can gather that data. And the next cycle that goes around with your advertisers, you can charge more money, and they're going to bet online. And if they're betting online, they're going to be going to CFL.ca and SaskatchewanRoughRiders.com and not not EdmontonElks.com, but... Whatever it is, go elks. So, um, but go elks. But, but the point is, you got to be paid. And we lost the moose. Oh, and I'm guessing that's because Clint Bubba O'Neill is probably logged in. No. Well, we'll take a timeout and come back and hopefully have Clint Bubba O'Neill with us from CHCH Hamilton. And failing that, Hey, we'll just jump into viewer takeover early, and I got a sports update ready to roll as well. You're watching a Flame Tech Football Friday coming to you live from gorgeous and sunny South Florida on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. That's got to be the beautiful Delta Marriott downtown Saskatoon, where one half of the show is broadcasting from today on a Flame Tech Football Friday. And as you can see, I'm in beautiful South Florida talking football. Dolphins home to the Panthers on Sunday as Miami looks to salvage their season against Cam and the Panthers. Big story here. We're going to Hamilton now. And uh, Clint Bubba O'Neill, our good and longtime friend from CHCH Television, joins us. He can talk NFL. He can talk CFL. He can talk U Sports, junior football. But this is where we're going to start, Clint. Good to see you, my friend. Um, how's the you. buzz heading into the East? Yeah, how's the buzz going into the Eastern semifinal Sunday? Ticats, Owls, how are you feeling about the game? Well, it's it's been an incredible buzz, and it, you got to thank Patrick Levels for starting it so early with his trash talking of calling out every single player on the Tiger Cats roster, including head coach Orlando Steinauer. So that really got things fired up. And I think for the fans, the th- the fans they got this program going on where everyone's going to be dressed in black, and they did that in 2019, and it was just really something you know amazing to see when you see 26,000 people all dressed in black. They got the big wreck doing a halftime show. But I think on the field, this is about as businesslike as I've seen the Tiger Cats in some time. And I think those words by levels, they were not affected by it because of their experience in 2019 and losing the Great Cup to the Bombers, that there's a different type of focus and that's a game at a time and move on from now. Because there's a lot of, there's three steps to go. Obviously, there's still the Argonauts still to go in the East. Well, Bubba, you've uh, covered the Ticats all year. You've covered them for a long time. How much of the 2019 season has been brought up at all publicly? And uh, is that in the back of their mind as they are on the cusp of the playoffs here wanting to atone for what happened in 2019? Well, I mean, you got to look at it. And I think we learned the lesson early in the season after, you know, week one losses in Winnipeg and a week loss where we got roughed up real good by your riders uh, in week two. That, that 2019 team and this 21, 2021 team are two completely different teams. There are some familiar names. There's Masoli, there is the Evans, there's Simone. Those kind of guys have some familiarity on the offensive line. But there was lots of changes. 
and there's some new players that have really stepped up in the you know in injury and just some free agent signees that have really really surprised so yes is the message um you know finish the job i guess from 2019 there's no doubt but i think there is i think i think rod had you look back and there was a 2020 season that 2019 feeling would have lingered over but the fact that we had the lost season i think it's a different focus do they remember losing of course i think anyone i think i I don't know too many people that picked the winnipeg blue bombers to win that great cup game but they were embarrassed and those that are remaining on this team certainly want to get there and have a second chance yeah no kidding hey listen i know what it's like the Riders hosted the Grey Cup in 2003 and 2013 in my time. They didn't get there in 03. The pressure was immense. It was even more immense in 2013. And they got there and won, as you know, against the Ticats. How much talk has there been? You know, because COVID hasn't allowed people to gather and talk about these types of things as much. But how much talk has there been about the pressure of hosting the Grey Cup and that the expectation of the Ticats to be in that game? It's 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 been over top of them like a dark cloud all season long in my opinion. And I you know what I you could you know this you've been in the media for many many years. You can ask the players and coaches that all day long and they're going to say we're not thinking about it. Baloney. Of course they're thinking about it. It is something that we want to see. I mean the Tiger Cats last won a Grey Cup uh you know in 1990 89 around there but i mean but you got to go back to the 72 season when they with angelo mosca who recently passed when they won the game against the riders at Iverwind stadium so they want to duplicate something like that and i think it's a great story for the tiger cats obviously who haven't even hosted a game since 96 and i think yes of course that's a pressure there and i think the fans want to see something like that unfortunately it won't be the big grandioso plans that they had planned for this 2023 because they've been granted the game again but yes there's no doubt rod that's on their minds how could it not be oh i know i just haven't heard much about it brought up in the media and that kind of thing nor in the tie cats interviews but you bring up the great cup week itself our plan was to be there but now it's not because it's a scaled down version what can you tell us about the Grey Cup Festival? As you know, Clint, how this Grey Cup's going to look compared to the normal Grey Cup? If I may say, um, you know, and was lucky to be there in Calgary, who I, I thought put on a performance uh, that I could remember that was really excellent in 2019, and the city was a buzz. Is it, you know, can I say this is a playoff game on steroids? It, it's not going to be the big show. You know, you got the Arkells playing, which I think is, you know, a good local band you know, that have made big in Canada and, you know, across the world. Um, I, I, you know, you just can't have the, you know, the added seats. They're going to have about 33, 35,000 in what is a 24,000 seat stadium. They are going to add a couple of extra seats, but it, it will be a, a scaled down Grey Cup. And you know what? I think if you're in the CFL right now, and I think for many CFL fans, you're just happy that this game actually went off this year. Because as you and I discussed way earlier in the year in the spring, some of us didn't think there was going to be a season in 2021 as well. No doubt. By the way, we have a viewer by the name of Dayton Greenway. He's in Swift Current, but he's dropped $10 on a super chat on YouTube. Writes in all caps, love me some Baba. Go Cats. <laughs> I don't know if the boys can put that up on the bottom of the screen to, in fact, prove what Dayton has said. But he's he's paid his money to get that comment read. I had to throw it out there. Listen, the Bills. Ooh, yes. WTF. 
man. Um, you, how big of a punch in the mouth they took in week 11. Your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills here as we are nicely into the second half. Well, they really needed what happened last night. They needed that type of a rebound performance because they were humbled in front of their own fans. And I'll tell you, that building, you probably did not see that on the CBS broadcast, but the building probably five, six, seven minutes into the third quarter cleared out. I mean, Indianapolis put a good whipping on them. And people forget that Indianapolis played the Bills very, very tight in the first round of the playoffs last year. So they came in there with a mission. And the Bills have shown this all season long. In fact, back-to-back seasons, very good defense, very tough, but they're light. And when they get pushed around a little bit by physical, big offensive linemen and big power backs, they struggle, right? Great at defending the pass. They turn over the ball incredibly at a high level, but they are light and rely on speed. So power teams tend to, you know, give them a struggle. And when Josh Allen doesn't perform like he did in that game against Indianapolis, the result was exactly what you saw. They flipped the tables this morning. The Saints are a banged-up team. They don't have their number one running back, their number one quarterback. But to go on the road and get a win like that in prime time was essential to rebound. So at least they get to have a day off today and eat some turkey. (laughs) <laughs> for sure. Great rap. Bubba, always good seeing you, my man. Hopefully we can chat with you. Great cup week. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Great to talk to you. And uh, hey, enjoying those curling trials. That's a lot of action going on out there. They're fun to watch this There's week. There's a lot of stuff. At the epicenter is in Saskatoon for sure. Thanks, Bubba. Glenn Bubba O'Neill joining us from CHCH Hamilton. We've got overtime coming up. We'll award our taco time comment of the week. In viewer takeover, we'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beautiful sunny day here in South Florida as we head into overtime. Proudly brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Seattle Kraken fan club. We're watching them play against the Panthers tomorrow. Wiki wiki boos. Now the rush live. What's up, guys? <laughs> Good. We're just on me. the air. Uh, by the way, I'm glad that you brought that up, Moose. I have an email from your friendly neighborhood, Saskatchewan Rush. Let me read it. As the Saskatchewan Rush enter their final weekend of training camp before the NLL face-off weekend, fans are invited to come see how the 2021-22 roster is shaping up before they take on Halifax next weekend. This weekend's training camp is being held at Henrik Rice Soccer Center in Saskatoon. Fans will be allowed access to the upper viewing areas of the arena, but meeting the team and autograph signings will not be permitted. We ask that all fans observe signage and respect team protocols to keep the public a safe distance from our players and coaching staff. Hank Rice Soccer Center on Primrose Drive in Saskatoon. Go watch the Rush. That's pretty cool that the Rush are doing that. What do you think? Yeah, it's very cool. So they're all staying here at the hotel. Been saying hi to them all this morning. They all want to know what's going on and where you are. So that's cool. Um, sure they do. But it will be fun. So they're down at the the spot there in the Lawson area and a uh, chance to go watch some lacrosse this week. I tell you what, they get an NLL team in South Florida. I will be all over it. Oh, I know. Um, but by the way, 
Taco Time viewer takeover. Real food, real value, real flavor. Taco Time. Cha-cha-cha. Let's do it. We got the comment of the week. We got the comment of the week. We got to get a drum roll sound effect because we don't have one. Ah, a Rick Regan sound effect would suffice. Let's go. But guys, you want... There you go. Let's throw it up. Let's throw it up. The comment of the week comes all the way from Salem, Oregon. Jeff Caldwell, and I, here it is. Actually, can you read it, Darren? I can't see it. I'm too squinty. I are, are can't you able to read it? You're the same. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I have some work to do. I had to look it up and found out there are, two, yeah. There you go. Found there are 26 taco, taco times, times in Oregon. How about that? Oregon. Oregon. Awesome. By the way. So, <clears throat> man, have we butchered this. $50. You $50 US dollars to Jeff Caldwell in Oregon. And so he's been traipsing all over the state. I feel like he's going to hit all 26 taco times. So we're going to help him out with that. Oh, there goes my ride. $50 gift card to taco time. Okay. And uh, US dollar, we have not necessarily cleared that with taco time, but I'm sure they won't have a problem. So there is a hint for our viewers, Darren. I think if you want to win this thing in the years ahead, weeks ahead, go to Taco Time and post a photo and send it to us on the text line. What do you think? Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, if you do that, that greatly enhances your chances. If you, you make us laugh, tell us something we didn't know, um, post a photo, and if it includes Taco Time, even better. Those are all little inside hacks to winning gift cards here at the Bingo! Congratulations, Jeff Caldwell of Oregon, who watches the show on Game Plus TV. It's carried on TDS cable all across Oregon and the state of Washington. Let's do the MySask 411 Business of the Week as we do every Friday in overtime. The MySask 411 Business of the Week is Countrywide Moving in Storage. Countrywide Moving is proud to be helping Saskatchewan families move and store their items with no stress for over 35 years. Whether it's a move across the province or across the country, Countrywide Moving moves your items quickly with complete care. Find them at MySask411 today and call for a free quote. I got to tell you, who doesn't need a mover from time to time? That is the ideal business to be on the MySask411 app. Again, I have it on my home screen. Download it today, MySask411. It's a phone book in your hand. And if you live in Saskatoon, you need a mover, you would type in Saskatoon Moving and Countrywide Moving and Storage would come up. There are featured MySask411 Business of the Week. And with that, Moose, uh, we get close to shutting it down here on a Flame Tech Football Friday. Our viewers really loved it. Um, and that's what we do on Fridays. So we got a couple big weekends coming up here. Division semifinal weekend, division final weekend, and then Grey Cup weekend. The viewers love that, as you can tell today. It's been a lot of fun talking ball for all. Oh, it's been it's been awesome. It's going to be an awesome weekend. Um, can't wait. NFL Sunday, U Sports National Semifinals, curling semifinals and finals. College football is big games. Michigan, Ohio State's the biggest. Oh, CFL semifinals uh, happening too. I can't wait. I also want to invite our viewers to uh, over the weekend. Sign up for uh, our text community. You see the number on the screen, 902-518-3033. 
Every morning I get up and turn that phone on. We've got dozens of new contacts that have entered our text community, and we appreciate you doing so. Moose, you have a great weekend. Thanks for all you do. Yes. I know you've been busy. Enjoy the curling. Have a great weekend. Text your photos. We'll get them in the Monday photo album. Perfect. We will see you uh, Monday, noon Eastern on Game Plus TV and here on YouTube on the RP Show. He felt sorry for Mike Riley last night. Walking off the field, he looked so disappointed. The show's over, Lynch. And, and hurt. Oh, okay. Stop talking football. <laughs> for more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.